The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Well, good morning, dear. Good morning. There's your orange juice. Take it, Madge and Charlie aren't up yet. No, I fed Betsy and all their kids and got them off for school. Seems to me you're kind of turning into a general maid of all work around here. Always doing dishes, ironing. Well, Madge just leaves things. And I can't bear to see them sitting around waiting to be done. She washes clothes, but then she just leaves the ironing in a basket and irons things as she needs them. I can't stand that. If she does wash dishes, she never dries them. That rack sits there all the time, filled with dishes, which she uses as she needs them. Gee, I can't live that way. I just you can't. better not talk so loud. They might hear you there. Right, we're right under their bedroom. Oh, I know. When do you think we will get into our new house, dear? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just as desperate about it as you are. I mean, we cannot go on staying here with Madge and Charlie. Yeah. We just can't. You know. What gets me all upset is this idea of Madge's that she's going to help me pick out wallpapers for our new house. Yeah. She said this morning we'd drive out to the new house so she could look it over. And you know how Madge is. She just takes over well, with darling, everything. Well, darling, look, for the love of Mike, you can listen to her. You don't have to take her advice. Just say what you think and stick to it. Well, I do know pretty much what I want in most of the rooms. I've been thinking of it all summer and collecting wallpaper samples and fabrics and things like that. Well, you know. fine. There you want to just tell Madge what you're going to have. Looks like rain today. Maybe I can get out of going out there. Good morning, good morning, oh. good morning. Oh, good morning, <laughs> Madge, be right down. <laughs> Boy, she kept me awake half the night talking about decorating schemes. <laughs> she can hardly wait to get her teeth into your place. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Charlie, it's nice of Madge, but I don't feel she should bother Oh, no, no, no. She loves it. She loves but, it. Don't forget, that's what she did before we were married. No, oh, oh, and listen. You know, I told you I was thinking of buying those two acres right next to you. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you hadn't mentioned it since, so I thought maybe you'd changed your mind. You know, mind. Madge won't even look at the property. She doesn't want to build. Well, I don't blame her, Charlie. Look at what we've gone through for months now. Well, I'm hoping when she sees how nice it is out there, she'll change her mind. So, it's early, and I figured we'd drive out with the girls this morning, and you two can help me persuade her, eh? <laughs> Well, don't, don't you want us for neighbors? Oh, well, yes, 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 of course, Charlie. Charlie. Well, yes, all certainly. right, then. <laughs> you know, a man seldom becomes a legend during his lifetime, but Edward R. Murrow has made the grade. People know an Edward R. Murrow newscast is prepared with painstaking care for accuracy, with uncompromising attention to all sides of every issue. Edward R. Murrow is a man of deep convictions about current affairs. His intelligent viewpoint and unimpeachable honesty in reporting news and public affairs have won him honor after honor in his distinguished career. Edward R. Murrow brings you the news every Monday through Friday evening over most of these same stations on CBS radio. Another outstanding program of CBS News seven nights a week is The World Tonight, summarizing the state of the world and the space around it. The World Tonight is the perfect way to finish your day fully informed. So listen tonight for The World Tonight, another great public interest feature at the Star's Address. <laughs> Now, 
Okay, now, now, watch your step, Madge. And you too, Charlie. Oh, you certainly have some walk through the woods to get here. Yeah, but isn't it marvelous, Madge? Yeah. They're gonna have the feeling of being right out in the country while they're still within city limits. You got city water and a main sewage system? Well, no, no. We had to dig a well and put in a cesspool. Yeah, but in a few years, Madge, the city will have all that stuff put in out here. Well, we'll wait until they do. Oh, but look at that view, Madge. Look at that view with the lake and everything. Well, I guess that's what sold us, Charlie, yeah. the magnificent view. And a mighty expensive view it is, too. Oh, silly. Well, there's the house. Doesn't, doesn't look like much yet, I guess, but when it gets painted, it'll be white with dark green shutters. White? Uh -huh. With dark green shutters? <laughs> well, it's colonial, you know, and I rather like white. I think it's neat oh, and clean. Darling, everybody has white with green shutters. No, you want something different. I see this a very pale pink with gray trim. Oh, that would be absolutely stunning. Well... You listen to Madge. I tell you, she really knows. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact remains that it's my house and I prefer <laughs> well, uh, the... Honey, no, 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 no sense worrying about it. No, I mean, it'll be oh. some time before we get the outside painted. And <laughs> anyhow, come on in this way, folks. Enter our castle. Watch mm -hmm. your step. Come on in this way, Madge. I'll show you the living room first, which is my pride and joy. I told you, you know, that I inherited these black walnut floors from a cousin near Boston. Now, these were taken out of her house and date back to about 1700. My gosh, did you have to use those old boards? I mean, was it in her will or something that you had to use them? Had to? They're priceless black walnut, oh, Charlie. really? He is the limit. What's the matter? By gosh, if I were building a house, I wouldn't put in a bunch of old floorboards. They're all worn and wavy. <laughs> Won't you get seasick just walking over them? Charlie, <laughs> cut it out. He has absolutely no feeling for anything like this. Boy, I'll say I don't. Imagine I like modern stuff. Well, I can appreciate this sort of thing, too, Charlie. Not me. Well, we like it. Anyhow, this is our living room. Yeah, we wanted a nice big one. <laughs> and though you may not appreciate it, Charlie, I wish to call your attention to this mantelpiece, which was given to us by our general contractor, Mr. Dibble, and is a very rare piece. Not <laughs> rare enough, I'd say. <laughs> oh, Charlie, cut it out, sweetheart. Well, it dates from colonial times and actually was carved by Simeon Skillings, a very famous woodcarver in those days. And Mr. Dibble's father got it out of a house that he tore down in Boston. As a matter of fact, from a house that was just around the corner from Paul Revere's house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so exciting. I guess the Dibbles have had it in their barn for ages. They should so... have left it there. <laughs> oh, now, Charlie, Charlie, pay no uh. attention to him. Anything for a laugh. Oh, sure, sure. I'm only kidding. I mean, what the heck? It takes all kinds to make a world. Oh, me, I can't see having all this old junk around, but I know a lot of people really go for it. Well, I do. I just love antiques. Well, you have to know something about it, Charlie. I... Must admit, I wasn't so crazy about it to begin with. Then, after a while, you really get a feeling for it. Not me. Not me. No, indeed. I know a marvelous paper for this room. Oh, well, I'm not going to pay for the living room, Madge. I thought I'd have this painted. Oh. Sort of a Williamsburg blue. Well, we were in Williamsburg a few years ago, and I saw this oh, lovely... Oh, no, darling, darling, I would not put a Williamsburg blue in this room. I mean, it's a nice color, but not for this room. You know what I'd have? Red. Bright red. 
bright red. Mm -hmm. For a living room? Yes, yes, I would. You listen to Madge. Boy, this girl really knows. I'll say that for her. Well, it's not exactly a bright red. It's a soft, dark, bright red with uh, crystal blue draperies. Mm -hmm. That would be absolutely stunning. Uh, of course, you've got to have exactly the right shade of red and exactly the right shade of blue in the draperies. Well, Madge, I... Uh, darling, don't worry. When it's time to paint it, I'll come right out here and I'll just hang over the painters until they get it exactly right. And you can depend on Madge. If she says she'll do it, she will, too. The one thing, darling, that you want, you want something different, something unusual. You don't want what everybody else has. Uh, now, um, in the front hall here... Well, I know uh, what I'm having in the front hall, Madge. Oh? I have always wanted that lovely stencil square pattern. That's Williamsburg paper. I'm having the darker sort of bluish green. Lovely, lovely, just lovely. Yes, I thought it would be. But not for this hall, dear. Isn't it incredible how Madge knows right away what's the right thing to have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Your hall is too small, dear, for that. Much too small. But I intended to carry it right on up the stairs and into the upstairs hall. No, no. I would use a very Stunning Chinese-type paper with gold and silver leaves. Oh, I know just the one. And we'll go downtown today and I'll show you. Uh, then for the dining room in here... Now, the dining uh, room, Madge, I know what I'm having. I thought I'd paint that a very pale yellow, except for paper on one wall. I'm going to use the Mansfield pattern, which is yellow and gray. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that's very nice. I but <laughs> if you want something that is stunning and distinctive, uh, have a dado put in, or uh, just a chair rail, and use a muraled wallpaper. Use a what? A mural. But that's terribly expensive, Madge. Oh, darling, it's worth it. How often do you build a house? Just once. Just once. I can answer that. Just once. Then you want everything perfect. You should see some of the places Madge did before we were married, when she was working. Mm. Uh, didn't you do uh, Charles, Tim, and Hale's place? No, I did all three of his houses. One in Bermuda, one in New Orleans, and his apartment in New York. You've heard of Charles, Tim, and Hale? Mm -hmm. no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe, believe so. The big oil man? Huh? Charles Tim and oh, Hale. Oh, oh, oh. oh yes, oh, I guess I guess. One, yeah. Well, he was just one of the big shots that she's decorated mm. for. Uh, now, now, come on, let me see the rest of the house. Uh, give me a pencil, Charlie, and something to write on so I can make some notes. Wait until you hear my idea for your bedroom. Oh, it'll be absolutely stunning. <laughs> All right, no, 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 calm down. They might hear you now. Where are they, Upstairs, but... Upstairs, Madge has an absolutely stunning idea for Betsy's room. Now, look, if you don't like her ideas, just tell her so. But I don't like to be rude. After all, we are staying with them. You don't back me up at all. Well, honey, I don't know anything about wallpaper. I mean, if you know what you want, say so. Have some backbone. It's your house. Well, now I'm so confused, I don't know if I'm right. It's hard enough to pick out wallpapers and paints and fabrics... If you make a mistake, it can be so awful and so expensive. And when somebody says, oh, no, darling, you begin to wonder if your ideas are any good. Well, there, you know? you are. there you are. You see what I mean? Backing down right away. Now, that's what I said. You have got to have the courage of your own conviction. Hey, oh, hey, oh. where are you two, huh? Oh, in, in here, Charlie. Oh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, say, this was a great idea. You know, Madge is really getting into the swing of things. I just said to her, how about it, baby? Let's get those two acres next door here and build our own new house. And, house, and she, she said, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> so we're making progress. Uh, pretty nice if we turn out to be next door neighbors, huh? 
Yes. Uh, yes. Well, now, come on, come on. Madge has some ideas about the den in here. The den? No, no, no. Now, look, that is my den, and I know exactly how I want my den. Uh -huh. Well, I'll be interested to see how you handle this, sweetheart. Now, have some backbone. Just speak up. Courage of your convictions, now, you know. It's your den. Now, Madge, look here. Madge. D right in here. Now, look here, Madge. The, I, I'm... Now, the bookshelves will be painted an olive green with lemon yellow draperies. The bookshelves will not be painted any olive green with any lemon yellow draperies. Well, well, uh, what I mean is, Madge, I, I, I appreciate your suggestion, and I'm sure you know more about decorating than I do, and <laughs> uh, it's just that I, I don't want you to bother. Well, I certainly do not want a horn in where I'm not wanted. Oh, sweetheart, he didn't mean that at all. No. Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that at all. I just meant, you, I mean, you're busy, and it's very nice of you, but we feel we're taking advantage. Oh, nonsense, I is that all? Oh. Oh, well, now, I thought you were acting funny. Um, well, come on out to the kitchen. I I'll tell you my idea for that. Hey, hey, you two. Don't look so worried. Madge loves doing this for you. And listen, even with all this old antique junk that you've got, by the time Madge gets through decorating, this place will look fine. Yeah, even I might like it. <laughs> well, come on, come on. What are we going to do? I don't know. All I can think of is the possibility of having them for next-door neighbors the rest of our lives. Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Audrey Christie and Don Briggs and is produced by Walter Hart. We invite you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.